Blog Talk Radio.
Hello. And we're on. What is can going you hear on? Me? Yes, I can hear you, my friend. What is going on? Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. My man, my man. You ready back to rock, again. man? Yeah, mate. We back again. Back again. First episode of 2015. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. No, no. No, it wasn't. Oh, no. I'll take that back. Second episode of 2015. There we go. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Well, you know, a, lot happened, a lot has happened since our last episode. Yeah, man. We got a lot to cover in 90 minutes, so. And we already got a couple of people on the line that wants to speak, so we'll get to them in a little bit. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. So, where do you want to start off at? But, um, we can't talk about, uh, can't talk about the conference championship or just that. Hmm. Starting off with football. All right, no problem, no problem. So... Seattle overcomes a 16-point deficit to beat one day. That's what I was going to start with. My question to you is, do you think that Seattle went out and won that game, or do you think Green Bay gave that game away? A little bit of both. That's interesting. I'm going to explain this. Oh, I'm enjoying this on the line. Really? Yeah. What's up? I'm going to explain this. Seattle won it. Seattle won it because, I mean, they had to, they actually was in a position to actually make the comeback. I mean, even Green Bay would have gave them the game. Seattle had to finish. Just because the team gives you, gives you the game, that doesn't mean the other team can actually finish. There's the times where teams actually gave away the game and still walked out with a W. Green Bay gave that game away because 16 points. Anytime you lead by double digits in a playoff game, you have to be able to close. Yeah, I mean, you're right about that. By the way, uh, we do have Almond Joy on the line. You know Almond Joy is a fixture with the show. What's going on, baby girl? Hey, what's up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And all that good stuff. How you been? Surviving. <laughs> Don't we all? Thank you. I'm about to say, you ain't the only one. <laughs> oh, man. But um, we were just talking about the NFC uh, Conference Championship. Uh, oh, Seattle thinks, game? Yeah, Chill thinks that that game was a little bit of Seattle going out and winning and a little bit of Green Bay giving it away. I mean, uh, what? Go ahead. 
what do I think? Yeah. I think that Green Bay felt like they were automatically going to the Bowl. But the thing is, I would tell anybody, the person that's hungry is the person that you got to watch. I think Seattle was a little bit more hungry for it than anything. Um, Green Bay, they kind of just, you know, they were like, you know, pedals to the metal all through the first half. And part of and part of the, the second half, too, something about the fourth quarter, I don't know. That, that, that chip, they actually choked. They choked in the fourth quarter. They got that turnover that eventually turned into a Seattle possession and then eventually turned into a touchdown. And and it just, because, you know, I don't know. I just think Seattle wanted it more, in my opinion. That's right. what I think. Right. I just think right. they wanted it more. Because the players, when they won the game, they were, like, crying and praying and like they, the whole team got emotional. Yeah, they did. Um, but a question like this, there's really no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chills, I think, nailed it with saying it was a little bit of both because part of it was Green Bay, they had that comfortable lead. They were in their enemy territory. They managed to quiet one of the loudest stadiums in the league, and they felt overconfident, thought, oh, this is in the bag not realizing there's a reason why Seattle won the Super Bowl last year is, you know, tenacious defense and being able to know how to win. And that's what ended up happening. They they allowed it to they allowed themselves to get caught up in their own height of being in the lead in a hostile environment and it cost them. So now they're gonna be sitting at home watching the Super Bowl um in in a week and a half when they could have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, um, what about the uh, the, uh, the the game that followed that? You know, the uh, Sunday night massacre. That shit wasn't even worth watching. I'm sorry. Like Andrew Luck had no luck at all. Like I mean, he he had to have been the most unluckiest person in fucking Boston. Honestly, I mean, yes, that was a huge game for him. But I mean, you gotta give Andrew Luck credit. He said that he's been in the in the league. He has got his team up to the next round of the playoffs. Yeah, he has. Rookie, rookie season, he got him to the first. He got him to the first round. Second season, he gets he brings them back from thirty five points and gets them to the next round. In his third season, he gets him to the conference championship. I mean, you can't really say he didn't show up because this whole team didn't show up. Well, you know, let's be let's be realistic. We're talking about the fucking Patriots. They couldn't even beat the Patriots. They couldn't beat the Patriots probably in a regular season. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about the past. Tom Brady I mean, is going through his. Tom Brady is going through his sixth. Super Bowl. Six. Appearance. You know what I'm His saying? His sixth appearance. His sixth appearance in the Super Bowl. And 
Like okay. I, I personally, I personally am not a Patriots fan. Personally, I can't stand Roxborough. But at the same time, I will say this about the New England Patriots: okay. they have a level of of consistency when it comes to when it comes to you know playmakers or making big plays. I mean, and, winning, and, in, winning in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they get to the line of scrimmage and all hell breaks through once the snap happens. Um, it's over. It's over. And, like, I kind of, you know, like Seattle, I like Seattle, but in a realistic world, I mean, fuck, New England is probably better as the favorite to win. You know, since they like to deflate balls and shit. I'm. I was about to actually get on that. Even with the balls that deflated, the Patriots would still would have beat the Colts the way that they did. I mean, Indy probably would have got two touchdowns, two more touchdowns on the board, but that game still wouldn't have been close. Overall, New England is the better team. Yeah. No matter how you look at it, Tom Brady right. was Andrew Luck. Tom Brady has been to the AFC Championship. He has beaten the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC Championship. It didn't matter if it was Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck. He has owned both of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, plus, I mean, look at all the talent that Tom Brady has around him. He has Ronkowski. He has a million-dollar backfield. Yeah. I mean, Stephen Ridley is injured. But he still got, he still got my man. That the Steelers should have never let go, LeGarrette Blunt. It was time. It was time for him. It was time for him to leave Pittsburgh. To be honest with you, they, I mean they like, wasn't using. It was time. It was time for him to move on and go someplace else. It really was. They wasn't. They 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 wasn't using him because I mean they they were so in love with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Hey, real quick though, uh, we got somebody on the line who really wanted to talk about the whole Patriots and ball deflated, um, you know, balls being deflated and everything like that. So I want to get them all real quick to address that before we move on, if, if y'all don't mind. All right, y'all here. Probably would have still beat them by at least 17. They had to beat them by at least three scores. I mean, LeGarrette Le- Le- Blunt killed some Bama's. 
That Patriots secondary killed them badly. That Patriots mm-hmm. pass rush killed them. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look all over the board, everybody's saying, Andrew Luck choked. No, the Colts as a team got outplayed. I mean, what they was doing against Ronkowski early, it was great. Instead of putting a safety back on them, you put your DBs on. That was smart. But as it got down to crunch time, where your DBs were actually getting out manhandled, that was pretty much it. Because, I mean, Garrett Blunt broke the defense down. He softened up the inside line and the secondary that had to tackle. So by the time Vontae Davis had to cover Gronk later in the game, I mean, Gronk was still fresh. <laughs> he was actually able to use his body now. Ah. Oh, so, I mean, the deflatable story, I mean, yeah. So, are they going to let the Patriots get their own balls for the Super Bowl, or are they, like, using Arizona's balls? Or? Honestly, I don't know. Did right, they say the Super how the ball so, was going to work? It's the Super Bowl, so I don't, I don't, yeah. But... They've made that. I mean, they've made this whole ball deflation thing seem like seem like the pay, like like the Colts get to do a re, get to do a repeat of that game to redeem the themselves. Is, even if they did make them play again, it would have been the same outcome. Maybe it wouldn't be such a blowout though. Maybe they would have tried. Okay. It, it, it'd be looking at seventeen points. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I ain't taking uh, nothing away from Indy, but I'm sorry. You're not ready for New England. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't like the Patriots at all. But, I mean, Darrell Reeves, Brandon Browner, Bits Wilford, still up in the middle. I mean, what can you say? Do we even want to know? Does, does anybody even have a prediction for this Super Bowl? Well, before we get into the prediction, I got I got my friend back on the line to talk about the whole ball display thing. Go ahead and speak on it, my friend. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the Doc from Triple Threat Talk and CCL. How are y'all doing tonight? All right. How are you? Doing all right, champ. Thanks for getting me on. I was listening to the show. Sounds like you guys got a lot of a lot of interesting commentary on the events of the weekend involving the NFL. Uh, one thing that I told you that I want to tell your panel is that uh, I think uh, I thought I've always thought Tom Brady was impotent, and now he just proved it by playing with deflated balls. So you know, it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, I when it comes down to it, I've heard a lot of talk today talking about that this was done for LeGarrette Blount. I'm sorry, this is not the kind of thing you do for a, for a running back you pick up on a waiver wire. This is this is what you do for the big cheese, uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You know, Belichick doesn't realize that he's good enough to where he doesn't have to cheat. You know, uh, with Spygate, you know, that was cheating. You can say, you can say, well, every other team is allowed to film all you want. The fact of the matter is, they didn't do their filming from the press box, which made it, uh, which made it illegal. So uh, we, now they're 
they deflated the balls. And, you know, one or two other things, you know, playing playing players on injured reserve on the practice squad uh, just to keep them in practice. You know, the Patriots have done a lot of things uh, over the years that have been very scandalous-like. And Bel- Belichick doesn't realize that he is that good. Without Bill Belichick, we wouldn't have the spread offense. You can say anything you want, but New England, the Bill Belichick Patriots in New England, uh, invented the spread offense. And if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be saying that. You know, a bad coach just doesn't invent another type of offense. So I think I think Bill Belichick needs to realize that he doesn't need to cheat to win these games. At the same time, though, uh, you all hit it right on the head. There's not a whole lot that you can forgive on, like, a 41-7 to loss. There, there's not a whole lot there. He didn't have to cheat to win that game because the, the Colts not showing up – Ensured that the Patriots were going to win that game, so it, it, it's kind of like a you're done. He he was trying to take on an insurance policy on a on a loan that was already paid off, pretty much. Now, do you think it was done intentionally? Because you know, Absolutely. He has, he, NFL says that Belichick didn't know the ball came from special teams, so they were just underinflated. Whoever, who I guess whoever was on like ball patrol, I, I feel like I'm making puns here. Whoever was on ball patrol, well, this played the balls all the way. This topic is like right for first, second, and third grade humor. I mean, it just it just is. You know, you, you talk about balls that are undersized. I mean, you can go to town with that. You know, if a, if, if little Johnny walks in his first day of third grade, somebody finds out his his balls are undersized. That kid's going to be the torment until he's eighth grade. So, I mean, it, this is, it is exactly that kind of humor that you can put into this thing. But also, you know, I, I think it absolutely was done intentionally because you can't, you can't just uh, – every team, each team brings 12 balls for them to play with uh, the day before the game, and the home team is responsible for an additional 12 more. Now these twelve, these eleven balls that were put in, were were there before the game even started because the referees, the referees uh, tested them before the game, which meant they were the same twelve balls that were used, the ones that were tested, which meant that someone went behind the back after the referees checked these balls two hours before the game, and. Let, intentionally let the air out. Well, that's that's what happened when it came to that. So there's no doubt in my mind that it was uh, that it was intentional. So do you think they're going to have like I don't know? Uh, they said it's going to affect their picks for the draft. What do you think? What do you think their picks are going to be for the draft? Do you think they're going to be the last to pick? If I'm the NFL, might take picks. Yeah, if I'm the NFL, I'm strongly considering taking away all the all the Patriots draft picks. Um and and that's for a number of reasons. Number one, first and foremost, is because A, they've cheated before. They've they've been caught before. Uh reason number two is a little bit it, it alludes to what you just said. Uh do you think they're not gonna let them pick it all in the first round or pick later? Well if they win the Super Bowl, they're gonna pick last anyways in the first round. So um it it's not, you're not really hurting them by just taking away their first-round draft pick because they weren't going to get anyone in a first-round draft pick, either them or Seattle, uh, because because of how late they're going to pick in the draft. So I think 
I think the best thing for the NFL to do is strongly consider taking away the end of the entire draft for the New England Patriots and maybe fine uh, Bill Belichick a little bit more money because the last one, when he was signed for Spygate in 2008, the money came out of his own pocket and New England was not allowed to reimburse him or, or what's called the non-reimbursable fine. And those are becoming more and more popular, and I think they need to do that again. And I th- if I'm Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, I'm yeah. I'm really I'm really looking into finding a new ambassador for my team because this has happened with cost and draft before. They got lucky finding Tom Brady in the late draft, uh, you know. So they've had luck. They've had a lot of luck in the draft in years past, but they, I think they need to strip them of their entire of their entire draft lineup just because at some point you have to make a point. And in a year that's already been marred by controversy for the NFL, you can't really afford to have something like this ruin your big game coming up in just a, a weekend or two. Well, the Kraft family has known for sneaky shit, to be honest with you. So this is really like right up their alley. If they can pay for it to go away, they will. Like, seriously, that's just kind of how that, that works. Well, uh, you know, it, it's funny. You would think that. You would think that. But then when they show Robert Kraft in every game, you know, he's always got the same shirt on. So at some point I think that he's strapped for cash. No, rich people are just like uh, people <laughs> like him. They're like ducks from DuckTales. Like, seriously. <laughs> they see a penny on the ground, they grab it and, and try to save it. They took blood money out of it. The, the image, the image of of Robert Kraft just like diving face first into a big money bin full of gold coins is going through my mind right now, and I'm I'm I reminded mean, of something Chris Gary would do. Freaking Kraft, it's the Kraft cheese people. <laughs> the French coast, the cheese people, cheese and what they do, Velveeta? They did this to Velveeta guy. <laughs> But uh, you know, I heard Camp ask for the doctor. Yo. Chills. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Chills, you there? Yeah, man. All right, you got anything for the doctor? Back in the queue to listen in. Any questions? No, because I mean, I'm, I mean, everything he, everything he pretty much said, I pretty much agree with. So. All right, well, Doc, I do, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, nope. One of the days I'm making on your show and feel free to uh, call back. Yeah, you guys are always welcome on our show, and yeah, just put me back in queue. I'll listen up. You guys are, uh, you guys are doing a great job, and I definitely want to listen up. So I'll, uh, I'll stay in queue, and uh, yeah, definitely uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. I have a question before we continue Does anybody else hear that freaking beeping? What beeping? You know who? Okay, there's like a beeping That every It's just I don't know I don't know if it's somebody calling in or what I hear this beeping And it is driving me freaking <laughs> My OCD 
CD is like, where is it coming from? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, shit, I don't know where. I don't hear a beat, but that's just me. Uh, of course, it would be just my phone. Hooray. <laughs> I'm still not upgrading. Why not? Apple ain't gonna get no more of my money. Not yet. It still works. Home still works. Oh, wow. All right. So your boy, uh, your boy John Jones finally got uh finally got uh hit with a fine. Twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. He better be glad that was all he got hit with. Huh? He better be glad that was all he got hit with was just a fine. Hmm. I don't know. He, he should have got hit all of it now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he should have got hit more than He should have got not only a fine, he should have got stripped of his championship and made to sit on the sidelines for about six months, not pay, and then come back. That would have been appropriate yeah. punishment. I have yeah. But Oh, yeah, it would have yeah, been. I don't, but, I made, but um, What's that? Mm-hmm. I said, then again, who are we? Yeah, exactly. You know, we're just guys, we're just guys and a gal on a, on a radio show talking about sports. That's all. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but no, I'm serious though. John Jones should have got hit a lot harder than just a twenty five thousand dollar fine. I mean, the fact that he's been sent for so long, I'm pretty sure he's got twenty five thousand in his back freaking pocket that he can just say, you know, let's keep it moving. That's come on now. I mean, they didn't even they didn't even tickle this diamond. Right. It's like they gave him that little piece of garbage fine, and he probably fighting sometime in the, sometime next week. Wow. I mean, I ain't. I mean, I ain't a hater, but come on now. For real? You not only follow drug tests, but they found cocaine in your shit. Come on now, for real? <laughs> cocaine, <laughs> nigga. I mean, first of all, I ain't no motherfuckers still did that shit. Secondly, the heavy stuff. People with money still do cocaine. Now you come at you. You come about some. We found a, a, a some crack. That's why I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We bringing crack back? Like eighty style, like ninety style, oh. like New Jack City. Oh my they keep god. keep calling me, Pookie. It's just calling me. Crying on, the side of, crying on the side of the bed. You, you, tell, me you, you tell me we found some crack up in there. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. He got more money. He got enough money to at least do cocaine. So we going to have a new, the new car around here? <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I'm just mm. saying. Oh, shoot. Man, like I said, he should have got stripped of his championship, made to sit on the sidelines for three to six months, not get paid for it, and fine, and then come back and try to work his way back to get his championship back. Because even though cocaine is not a banned substance from USC, that's still is bad. Because that means I mean, he's in the he could have hurt somebody. He could have killed somebody, for Christ's sake. I mean, mm. I, I, I don't know. Last time I checked, cocaine was illegal. 
in this country? I don't know, man. Just saying. Like, yeah. if it was anybody else, they would have went to jail. Exactly. That's all I'm going to say. If it was somebody else, they would have went to jail. They would have got put in prison for how much did he have? How much coke did he have? No, he tested no, was positive for cocaine. Oh, he tested positive for cocaine? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, 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 oh, I thought they found him with like a, with over a gram of coke. Uh, well, he tested positive. He tested positive. It's not a sports enhancing drug, for damn sure. I mean, it's not, but the, hey, I mean the fact that he was under the influence while he was fighting. Hey, hey, baby. Yeah. Uh, you want to know how many of them people be under the influence while they fighting? You getting? But at the same you time, getting you, the, you, you, you getting the piss knocked out of you for how many minutes around? Hell yeah, I'm be on some fucking cocaine. If I find something strong, I'm gonna be on that. That's how I get Are you putting somebody's life in? The, I mean, honestly, you signed up. You, when you decided to become a fighter, you signed up for it. Yeah. Well, that, that's why I'm not a fighter. That's why I don't fight. I don't fight. I, mean, I, fight like a, I fight like a total girl. I would so get my ass kicked. So in my case, I would do cocaine just so I could take punches. Wow. And we're here now. So oh I fight my like goodness. a girl. I fight like a girl. I'm throwing shit. Can I throw stuff? Not and we're here now. Oh. Yeah, just, just saying. Like, do they let you do that in the in the octagon? <laughs> wow, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm not a fighter. Like, that's why I'm I'm not a fighter. Like, people boxers. Uh, Women who do UFC fights and boxing, I gave them mad pop. My looks is all I got. That's my bread and butter right there. That's how rent gets paid. Oh, wow. That's how rent gets paid. That's my bread and butter. So, I'm just like being a bad influence talking about CBO crack fighting the UFC. You're such a bad influence. <laughs> I am. I really am. I'm gonna tell you, they're kicking with so they're kicking you with so much force. They're knocking the shit out of you. I would have to be under the influence or really, really drunk. Cause you know when you really, 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 really. Okay, I could I could be drunk, but I can't be high. <laughs> really, really, I'm talking about that. Good I, 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 I gotta be drunk. I'm talking about that drunk. good drunk when like your fingertips go numb. That good drunk. That's like that 151 drunk. Not vomiting drunk. Mm-hmm. Just Numb drunk. See, I don't. I haven't vomited in about two years, so I wouldn't know how to feel. You haven't drank with me yet. Oh, trust me. I would. I would, I, would I would comment on being drunk, but since I haven't had touched a, a ounce of liquor in like three months, I, I don't, I'm not about that life anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, when I drink, I drink. <laughs> You be drinking them foo-foo drinks at Joe's Crab Shack. 
them fucking, uh, them fucking pictures, them fucking picture. What, what's some shit? Some fufu, them fufu joints. The hurricane, the hurricane. The hurricane. You be drinking right. fufu. It's not even a real hurricane. Hey, uh, I mean, first of all, first of all, that's their version of a hurricane. Secondly, I haven't been to Joe's in months. Oh. I stopped going. I stopped going in when they started pre-making the drinks. Ooh, they pre-make their drinks. Yeah, they started too because I mean, two dollars Tuesday was busting them. I mean, that was the only reason I was going to Joe's because you know, two dollar Tuesday. It don't matter. Them drinks was fufu as shit. That's coming from I mean, a woman. Honestly, just everybody, everybody look at the color and be like, okay, that's a salty drink. That better have been like a shitload of alcohol in that big ass cup. Oh, right. I mean, boatload. But, uh, it, it, it's a nice amount of alcohol in it. Because when I see something pink with a lime on it, I'm just like, it better be a lot of liquor in that bitch. A lot. Don't come at me with a fishbowl or shit. And it's straight yeah, fucking chicken I don't do water. fish bowls. I don't, you don't do, do a bowls? lot of I don't do a lot of fruit and all that other stuff in my drinks. I don't do fruity drinks. The hurricane wasn't a fruity drink. To me, well, it was, I, a well, hurricane at, well, a hurricane well, at Joe's is a fruity drink. Not really, because my because I I had a I had a personal bartender. Oh, okay. So mine's weren't fruity. Ooh. Plus, I used to get mine. I used to get mine without the grenadine in it. With the oh, grenadine, okay. that's how that's how they got their color. Grenadine is only for Facebook pictures. Well, for you gin pop motherfuckers going to Joe's, getting your foo foo drinks and shit, this foo foo as shit. Uh, get a fucking uh, uh, beer. Nah. Get a beer. I'm drinking a beer now. Oh, what kind? Well, since I'm doing radio, I had to settle for it, but, like... Oh, I have a blue moon. I love blue moon. Blue moon don't do shit for me. I can't... It's like... It's all right. Like, it's an aftertaste. Oh, I never... It doesn't taste... It tastes pretty good when you get... It's this drink. It's it's half blue moon and half Guinness. Half blue moon and half Guinness? Are you trying to get me, like, arrested? Last time I had a Guinness, it was mixed with a Dr. Pepper. It didn't end well for the person on the other end. Mm. And but I had like four. Then I had four. Okay, okay. We got like one more minute of alcohol, so then we want to uh, go back to sport. Um, yeah, I actually tried it one night. I, I tried it at Joe's. It was pretty good. What, the Guinness and Dr. Pepper? Oh, Guinness and Blue Moon. Guinness and Blue Moon? Yeah. See, I'm the Long I'm the Long Island Cadillac Margarita and whatever else I, I that can get me a nice buzz type of drinker. Here we go. What are you writing? Right cool. Okay. Uh, One more list. All right. What else is going on? I don't pay attention to hockey, but I was uh, invited to a Blackhawks game, so I might oh, actually go. go to one. Yeah, I might actually go to a Blackhawks game since I am in Chicago. I want to go to a Cap game so bad. It's, it's crazy. Why don't you go? 
I need to figure out. I need to see if I can give you some tickets. They crap right there. Oh, I I don't mean to switch things up like suddenly, but guess who's going? Like, but guess well, guess what? Guess who's going to Redskins Park for um, for a, com- a Redskins Combine session this Saturday at one o'clock? I'm assuming you, President Obama. This, like this guy. Ooh, good answer. Good answer. Good answer, Chills. I like Chills' answer. Is it going to be Barack Obama? Y'all funny. <laughs> Y'all funny. Not me. It's a, a Christmas gift from my girlfriend. She uh, bought a voucher. Oh. oh. Hold on. Let's give Ken two claps in the all. Oh. Two claps in the all. Y'all both <laughs> 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 well, we could have we did the hated it shit, but, you know, we thought we'd be a little supportive. I mean, it's also an ask me to a gift like that. I mean, I know when I get mad, I mean, I would expect shit like that, you know. Dude, you ain't got a girlfriend? I thought you was taking I thought she was off the market. I'm single one in a motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, but you know, next week when we if we do the show, I, you know, I'll tell you about my time there and everything like that. But let's go back to hockey. You know, I just want to sit out. <laughs> okay, I haven't, I haven't actually been following any sports because I was out like I I haven't been following hockey either because I just feel like that shit is on all damn day. Like I mean, it doesn't end. Honestly, I, I was mean, that like three hours of my life. Hey, when watching hockey when, when 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 hockey when it was rocking the hockey, definitely it was at its best. I used to love hockey fights. <laughs> you know, and they don't fight like they used to. When Wayne Gretzky was playing hockey, they fought all the time. Yeah, you're right. When Presky was playing hockey, they would fight all the time. And I would watch hockey just to hope for a fight, and a fight would happen. Now they're all like, they're like kittens on skates. I mean, honestly, I I think they're trying to clean up their image. Uh, I mean, just like the NFL did and the NBA. Well, the, if the NFL wants to clean up their image, can we get a little? Can we get these um, football players not screwing the waitresses and having baby mamas here, there, and everywhere, and all these fucking kids? Okay, well, Let's, they they can't clean up their off the they can't clean up their personal lives, but the actual game itself. Yeah. yeah. The NBA used to. I mean, basketball used to be a physical sport. Man, when I mean, Latrell Freewell was playing, that's when we had thugs in the NBA. I mean, like, thugs. You tell them we playing the, the Detroit Pistons, you do. All them Bamas just got off, got out on bail. All of <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even before so, that. Even before that. I mean, I'm, I'm going to take it back. Look, the NBA used to be the NBA used to be a man's sport. I'll say late '80s, early '90s. It was still very much. It was more of a contact sport then. 
than it is now. If you even make contact now, you know. If you foul. even breathe on somebody wrong, you getting a foul. You getting a foul. Like you, they're calling you, you email somebody. Right. You getting a foul. If you wave at LeBron James, he's flopping on the floor like a fish out of water and shit. You getting a foul. But, I mean, especially with the bad boy, when the bad boy Detroit Pistons was running the, the NBA. The Parolees? Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm talking about the Isaiah Thomases, the Joe Dumas, the Dennis the Rodman. Parolees. The Parolees. What was this in the name? Dennis Bill Rodman, Lambert. Yeah, but Dennis Rodman wasn't, that, Dennis Rodman wasn't even that bad. He was trying to be bad. That's what I think. He came into the NBA. This is before I. He, I guess he lost his mind and started doing the red hair and the blonde and the lipstick and shit. He came I mean, in the NBA looking like a normal person who was but ugly. Then he got this pierced, that with jacked up feet. This feet is. Woo, this is I mean, I mean, it was, it was like I don't know. It was like he was going through a lot when he transitioned into that, but. Yeah. When Dennis Rodman came out, Rodman was was a, was a solid player. I mean, he everybody was. Talking, well, I mean, he, I was, mean, he was a beast on the court. I mean, he. I mean, in college, he was manhandling Batman. Everybody was surprised that he could shoot. Rodman could shoot for real. He just didn't shoot. Yeah. Rodman is almost what seven feet tall. He's a big man on the court. No. No, he's only he's only six six. Six six, that's seven feet to me. I'm five four and a half, dude. Everybody's fucking taller than me. But either way, Four same he would man aw, he would manhandle people on the court. <laughs> y'all got jokes. Y'all got little you y'all got little people jokes? We got Nah, I don't I don't know. I mean like five four is not really short. I don't consider five I don't consider five four short or female. If I, can, I mean, if you in my side of, if you in my side of vision, that's not short. Which, what, what, what are you like five five? Who me? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm about five ten. Oh. I mean, I mean five I mean five four is a nice. I mean, it's a nice height, you know. I've always wanted to be five seven. I mean, plus I mean, you know, I don't, I don't have long legs, so I mean. That height would be perfect for me. Hmm. In my mind, I'm five seven. I mean, that's cool. I mean, in my mind, I'm six four. In my mind, I'm five seven. I was really hoping for a growth spurt. I mean, I'm 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 six four with the six pack I had when I was eighteen. <laughs> and a baby face with no facial hair. I'm sorry. I mean, I like my face here at times, but, you know, it'd be the one. Dude, dude, I looked at your Instagram and saw your throwback pictures where you actually had hair. I was like, look at this nigga. <laughs> I was like, look at this nigga. <laughs> yeah, I used to have hair, like. I was like, God, holy fuck. Yes, I actually had hair, believe it or not. Right. You oh. had hair. My hair was shoulder length before I cut it. Back to Dennis Rodman before we travel back in time on way back Wednesday. I mean, uh, yeah, I was, say, Rod- Rodman I was. It. I mean, Rodman was a G. 
only time Robin actually got punk in his career was early when they used to have to go through the Celtics. Because I'm sorry. Yeah. Larry Bird manhandled him. <laughs> I mean, that was the first time in Dennis Rodman's career he actually got manhandled. Matter of fact, I take that back. That's the only time in his career that he got manhandled. I mean, Larry Bird wasn't. It's not an easy task for no no one. Like straight up, like I take nothing from Rodman though. I mean, six six, and you and he's pretty much dominating against seven foot centers. I mean, he's he's battling against the Kim Olajuwon's, the Shaquille O'Neal's, the Kimbe Matumbo's. The David Robinsons. Yeah, I used to the be Patrick in love with the David Robinson. Oh, those girls. And David Robinson is not the David Robinson was in the Navy like me. Yeah, he, went the Navy. he went to the Navy. He went to the Navy Academy. Robin was lanky as I don't know what. That's why like, I, I thought he was taller than six six. He looked so lanky and shit. Yeah, he's only six six. It's how, it's, I think it's his wingspan. Like, when he stretched, like, he got some long-ass arms. Like, he's, like, is his this, is this arm supposed to be able to, like, is his fingertips supposed to reach his knees? I mean, that's how you, I mean, that's how some animals go, like, I mean, it is what it is. That's like gorilla lilla ish But nah. <laughs> So I'm saying that, that I mean, that, that, that whoa, uh, hold on. Let me get my side out. Okay. But those were, those were the glory days of basketball to me. Yeah. Every, it's all kind of changed. I think the only sport that really hasn't changed that much is baseball. I mean, baseball has never been a contest sport. I mean, watch out for the fans ball. Get on base. Steal bases. Oh. The pitcher throws a wild pitch and it hits you. You got the option to either to run and fuck him up or just be him and say fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I just about run it. and fuck him up or just play dead. I mean, I mean, you want, I mean, you want to get that walk the walk the first anyway. So I mean, it don't even matter. So, uh, here's a question for the champ. Sure. Champ. Ever since TNA has moved to Destination America, how do you feel about it? Destination America? I'm, I'm sorry, that fucking beef is driving me insane. Funny part is, I don't hear it. I know I mean, you I don't hear it. it. I mean, I hear you talking and I hear me crunching on these damn pizza chips. But besides that, I don't get <laughs> Oh, don't laugh at me. I mean, your brother hungry, like, but I just no, I, I got mean, home. I got home like five minutes before the show started. No, I mean, like, uh, you know how there's that one thing that just kind of bugs you, like that one drippy faucet that you can hear. Yeah, I know. I can imagine. Oh, I. Or, when, or when you try, when you try to sleep and somebody turns the light on. Oh my god. Oh, God, no. just, your first your first reaction is like I'm gonna just punch them in their throat, not their throat. They don't they don't warrant that luxury of just being called a throat. It's their throat. Uh, 
I definitely have something that, that aggravates me and I want to punch in the throat, but I can't say it on the air because I can get into a lot of trouble, so I'm just going to it to myself. But, back to your question. Okay, um, um, let, let's get some straight. I don't think I've ever sugarcoated anything since I've been on the air. You don't think you what? I have never sugarcoated anything since I've been on the air. Yeah. Um... Does that mean about now? Or? Not a one, you know, so that's why I'm like, I don't think, I, don't think I can. It's like, I don't know. It's like, if it's on my mind, I'm going to express it. Sober, drunk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's how I get the name chills, though. I mean, it's like, I, I have a chill personality, but when it comes to me speaking my mind, I have no chill. Zero. Not it. Zilch. All right. Go ahead, uh, Chant. All right. So I did watch it when it was on Wednesday night. I did watch that. I did watch it, and I was thoroughly impressed. I was like, whoa. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen teenagers this good in a couple years. And, as you know, it was shocking to see Eric Young. It was funny to me seeing Eric Young turn heels. My entire time watching TNA, except for when he was with Team Canada, he had always been a face. So to see him evolve from a face back to a heel was just like, holy shit, did that really just happen? And then yeah. last week, and I mean, it's just, I just, I really want to take time and sit down and watch an actual episode of TNA from beginning to end so that I can, you know, See what all the storylines are. See what everything is going on, and know what's going on. You know, because right now I'm like lost. I don't know what the hell's going on. You know what I'm saying? I just know that, you know, Lashley's now the champion, and I guess he got a crew with him that's going to try to help him. No, he, he got, he, Lashley got a belt. He got a belt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lashley got the championship now. Yeah, he beat Rollin Rule. Um, I actually saw it Friday. I mean, I was highly impressed. This is the best it's been since. 2010 when Hogan, Hogan and Bischoff came in and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to well, move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not going to do stuff anymore. <laughs> okay. I, I've been impressed with the product as of late. It's been great. Right. Well, I got you. I definitely got you on that one. But, um, but no, I'm but like I said, I'm impressed. I'm gonna try if if I if I'm not in the house on Friday, I'll D V R and then watch it on Saturday, like after after football, after I play football, watch it on D V R and just you know, just watch it. Or see if I can find it um for free or, or I can find it on YouTube like I used to do. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna lie. I mean plus about I mean Plus, now uh, Destination in America. I mean, they actually show the, they actually show like two encores of the uh, TNA, like right after. Like they'll they'll run it up until like three a.m. That's right, folks. Almond Joy doesn't follow this new wrestling. I miss the WWF. Well, it's the closest <laughs> to the old school WWF you're gonna get. Because I mean, 
this current bullshit that they're putting on uh, USA um, and uh, sci-fi uh, is not worth a fuck. But granted, I mean, this is a nice time I like, but yeah. I am going to watch the Royal Rumble, though. Oh, yeah, I'm watching the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Up that. I mean, you know. But, okay, moving on, we have, oh, my God. It's almost 10 o'clock. Shit. Mm. Oh, there was something I did want to touch on. It's, it's golf-related, and it's not about golf on the court. It's about something off the court. Did any of y'all read the story about the golfer who said that that he got um, that he got he had got um, abducted while he was in while he was in Florida. And got beat up and robbed and stuff like that. Did y'all hear about that? No, I didn't. Hear about, hear about what? Okay, hold on. I'm pulling up the story right now. Uh, oh, put it now. Robert Allen, uh put up pictures. You know, he was kidnapped and robbed.
Like that's that's embarrassing. That's just embarrassing. Yeah, I mean it was a girl's it was a girl's high school basketball coach. Hey, bottom line, you don't want to beat you that bad. Stop him. I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, even if he he doesn't. What champ? I said, regardless of what level it is, if you don't want a team to beat your ass that bad, then just one way to make it not happen: stop him and score points. So that's two. So why in the world? My thing is, why would the world with the coach of the winning team get penalized? I read an article with something. There was a reason behind it, but I just think that reason is stupid. To me. That's just I mean, it, I mean, it was stupid. I mean, okay, the ha- the score at halftime was one hundred four to one. Wait, you can at get one time. point. Yeah, free throw. A free throw. Oh, 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 okay. My bad. I mean, first of all, how do you give up a hundred and four points in one half in high school? Really? Secondly. How was your team that bad where they was only able to score one point? I mean, granted, I mean, the coach should have really put his foot on the gas. He should have took his foot off the gas. I mean, he was tough. he did take his starters out in the, in the second half, and he tried to get them to melt the clock. But at the same time, you can't really – I mean, how much can you pull them for? If your team sucked that badly where – the bench could come in in the second half and still put up fifty something points. Something was wrong with your team. And still right. hold your team to one point in the second half. The bench. Right. I mean, that's great coaching. <laughs> hmm. I think the the losing coach should have got suspended for taking an ass with me in that bad. I'm just saying. Honestly, I think they should have. I think they need to uh, put put the mercy rule in uh, in high school sports. I agree. Honestly, they need to put the mercy rule in all sports. I mean, I mean, when when you get canceled like that, God. I think definitely. uh, I think definitely high school sports there needs to be a mercy rule. And the reason why I would agree with a mercy rule high school sports because one of the things you don't want happening is, you know, kids who their dream is to play the sport as a career, you know, experiencing this kind of embarrassment at such a young age with different social psyche and all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure there are people out there who are probably thinking, why are we going to make them soft? It's not making them soft. It's making them smart. Because the one thing you don't want to do is mess up their psyche, especially if they're skilled and talented like some of these kids are. The last thing you want is for them to be on the on the wrong side of an ass whooping and to the point that they can't, there's no mercy away from it. Then what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do at that point? So, yeah. I don't know uh, about that. Uh, ass whooping like that should motivate them. Because, I mean, everybody has to everybody gets their ass whooped at one point. <laughs> I, mean, it's a, I mean, it's a part of life. It's a part of life. Everybody gets their ass whooped. <laughs> You're right. I, I mean, mean it's, think about it. 
I mean, I mean, there's no way you can really avoid it. I mean, failure makes you stronger. You're supposed to live off. You're supposed to build off of that. I mean, granted, I mean, it's supposed to be a mercy rule, but at the same time, like they gotta, they have to learn. To, they have to learn. They have to learn what failure feels like in order to become great. So, I mean, my ninth grade. Let me say this one little thing. My ninth, my ninth grade year. The one one year I was at Forestville High School. I played on the football team that uh, I played on the football team that went zero and ten. I mean, we was getting our asses whooped. <laughs> I mean, offensively we couldn't push it. Defensively we couldn't stop it. I mean, shit was horrible. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've, I've been on the wrong side of an ass whooping most of students in high school. Uh, my senior year uh, in baseball, we were playing Eastern at Eastern, and mm. no, it wasn't. It was at, it was in our area, but man, they beat the living shit out of us. Mm. Not only them. We made the playoffs, and we had to go to face Wilson, and everybody knew Wilson was the most dominant baseball team in D.C. We went there, and they did the same thing that Easter did, beat the crap out of us. So I've been mm. on the I've been on side of Asheville before. That should be fun. But, dude, it does, you know, it, makes, it does make you learn something and learn to be humble because, you know that that aspect can come around the corner any time when you're playing a sport. Exactly. That ass whooping can walk can walk up on you at any moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, I remember we, when we played for Tuxet. At for Tuxet. See, that wasn't even in our, in our, uh, in our goddamn division. Man, they, they whooped our ass. All I remember was our two... Our two biggest, uh, the two biggest players on our team, both of these battles like six plus, damn near 300 pounds, getting struck by a fucking Caucasian girl. Caucasian girl running back. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this, this shit was, it was, it was bad. Like, I don't even think we scored in that game. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what was naturally to happen. But, I mean, I still believe that, I would think that a virtual should be considered for, like, JV. Marshall, it should be a virtual rule, but JV, it should be some semblance of a virtual rule, you know, because, you know, they're freshmen and sophomores that, that are developing, and, yeah, once you get to that, that varsity level, then, yeah, you should expect, you know, you should, you should, Try not to get your ass whooped that bad. I mean, I mean, yeah, look at it. I mean, it's the coaches that allowed it. Mm-hmm. That's why I said the coach on the loser end should have got suspended because he didn't allow his girl to go out there and get embarrassed like that and only score two stupid points. He didn't have them fair enough to score more than two points. This man should have got in the not the winning coach. I mean, that's why I was like, wait, how did that make any sense? This man should be fired. 
Oh. Hey guys, I gotta tell y'all something. My battery is dying, so if I get cut off, you know why. True, true. Maybe that's what this infernal beeping is about. Could be. That could, that could be the beeping. I mean, the whole time. I mean, it was funny how nobody else heard it but you. Because, I mean, I, 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 I actually found, like, I actually muted a few things. I'm like, what the fuck is this beeping that she's talking about? It? I wish you didn't hear it. It's like driving me nuts. <laughs> and, yeah. Okay, what talking about. <laughs> so right now I am watching the Wizards play OKC. Yep. Honestly, I would love to see the Wizards win this game considering the fact they're home. But damn. OKC is still a great team, but it's still a good team. I don't care what nobody say. I mean, they're they not looking too great right now, but it's still a great team. I've been amazed, and I haven't really watched any games, but I've been amazed from what I've heard about how well the Wizards have been playing this year. I mean, last year they played pretty well and actually went kind of deep in the playoffs. Not too deep, but deep enough. Um, but this year they're looking like they're going to they're gonna really seriously try to make a run in the Eastern Conference. Now, do I believe that they can go to the NBA Finals and beat a Western Conference team? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it just depends on how well they do the rest of the season. If they start really, you know, really ramping it up and doing what they're supposed to do, maybe they could um, stand up to a Western Conference team. But if they stay, like, even killed, like, for the rest of the way, I think a Western Conference team will eat them alive, in my opinion. I, I, I mean, I look at the Wizards now, like, I don't see too many Western Conference teams that can really beat them. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that because, I mean, they're the home team, but, I mean, I'm really watching these Mavericks play. They split their season series with the Spurs. They had beaten teams like, go, I'm trying to think, they, they had beat some quality teams. I mean, Dallas, Houston, the Clippers. I mean, honestly, I think they, they can match up with a lot of great teams. Especially in the Western Conference. Yeah, but the one thing they want to avoid is just, you know, getting overconfident, especially because with the NBA season, unlike with, you know, football, where it's a 16-game season, they have a, it's an 82-game season, so anything can happen, especially when, you know, after the All-Star break, anything can happen. Anything. Yeah, they don't want to have that, an, a, a, an epic collapse like Green Bay did on Sunday. You know, they want to make sure they stay, you know, stay consistent, stay within themselves, stay with their game plan, beat the teams they're supposed to be, you know, and beat the teams people don't think they're going to be, and show that they can, they can, they'll be a good team to represent the East in the NBA Finals. Honestly, they have, they have a good chance at it. Because, I mean, Cleveland hasn't got it rolling yet. I'm not going to sleep on them, but they haven't got it together yet. Uh, Miami is not a threat. 
I mean, Chicago still doesn't have any offense beyond Derrick Rose. Uh, shoot. Who else is in the East? I mean, you got to want it. Yeah, Nets. You got the Nets who ain't looking too good. You got the Pacers who ain't looking too good. I mean, the Hawks and Raptors are looking nice, but... I mean, the Hawks on a fucking 14-game ministry. Yeah, I'm seeing you got to watch out for. That's definitely you got to watch out for. And, again, not trying to switch up, you know, switch things up. I was, I was sitting there actually watching the, um, the Pro Bowl draft between Chris Carter and Michael Irving. I know nobody can give two pieces of monkey crap about Pro Bowl, but I was watching it. And mm-hmm. this kid's running back, Alfred Morris, who is taking a place of Shady McCoy in the Pro Bowl, was drafted by Chris Carter. So he's going to be on Chris Carter's team come this Sunday at the Pro Bowl. Again, I'm sure nobody cares, but oh, I just wanted to bring that up. Oh, hey, wait, wait, wait. What was the Pro Bowl right? It, it, it just finished. Damn. Yeah, it just finished. It wow. just finished. I didn't even know about it. I'm trying to think. The uncle should be on, right? Will Bobby come on? I know they showed more than one. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. But nah, how, what are your thoughts on Ryan Curry, though? Know? Getting, getting snubbed, though. Man. Um, okay, the next promo draft is coming on at 3 o'clock in the morning. And, yeah, about that. You might want to, you might want to DVR that. We'll wait till the next day. Uh, we'll wait till the next day. I know, right? But about Kerry mm-hmm. and stuff, the reason why a lot of people don't really care about the Pro Bowl is because most of the Pro Bowl players are selected by the fans. They're voted in by the fans. So if fans, you know, if a cer- certain teams don't get as much national exposure as others, of course the more well-known names are going to get put into the Pro Bowl, like the Drew Breeses, the Matt Ryans, the, uh, you know, the Jamal Charles's, the T.Y. Hilton's, the, uh, you know, folks like that, the Richard Sherman's and things of that nature. Of course they're going to get it because they get more national recognition than some of these other players like, you know, Alfred Morris doesn't get that national recognition even though he's had, uh, what, two or three uh, straight 1,000-yard seasons. He doesn't get that kind of recognition. Ryan Kerrigan has been a beast for the last couple of years. He doesn't get that recognition, you know. So no, he doesn't. It's just it's, it's a popularity contest. No one's looking at a play, at players who are actually contributing to their teams and actually putting up good numbers. They're just it's mostly fan bases trying to pick their players to go and represent their teams in 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 the Pro Bowl. And now that now that the Pro Bowl is no longer conference, it's non conference. It's just you know two alumni players that pick them and and draft. You know, it really it's really like a almost like a, a contest, like a popularity contest. Wow, my Irvin to Trent Williams. Yep. 
Man. I mean, that was just foul. You mean, you only have two reps that on the team, but again, the only national closure we really got was all the shit with RG3 and the fact that our record stuck and uh, we had a new head coach and all this other stuff, but, you know, Ryan Kerrigan didn't get that pub of how, you know, how much, how well he could, he could play and things like that. He didn't get that pub. That's why he's not in the pro world. That's not, that's why. You know, it's just simple. It's just, it's just straight like I mean, that. he was third, he was third in the league in Texas, though. I mean, I mean that. I mean that was probably. I mean, plus he forced turnovers. Hmm. But it's okay though. It's okay though. He he should have been. He should be on his way to uh, Honolulu. Yep. I mean, he had his, he had the best season of his career so far. Oh yeah. He, I mean, he play, he performed so good that they looking for somebody to compliment him instead of a rock pole. I think a rock and I've been a fan of rock since he's been with the Redskins, but I think his time here is done. I really do. Oh, I, I mean, I, I mean, I saw that last like season. But if they decide to bring him in for another couple of years. I mean, that, more power to him, but I think it's time here to start. He's, he's yeah, I mean, got, first of all, I mean. We're playing a 16-game season his entire career here. And if he has somebody, let me know. But He's never played a full 16 games. Right. So, I mean, how can you evaluate and want to put him on a long-term deal when you haven't seen him play a full season this entire career? I mean, I I hear you. I hear you loud and clear, champ. But at least one thing we got a, we got a G we got a new GM and we got a new defensive coordinator and all that stuff. Maybe yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like I'm like I mean I, I'm liking the offseason moves, especially the front office. I mean, it's about time. I mean, how do you feel about some of these coaching changes? Well, I mean, I want to do my research on this new, uh, on, um, on the very, on the TV coordinator. So I just want to see, you know, how his defense fared in terms of rankings when he was the DC before I passed judgment on whether he was the successful or not. Because a lot of people are already passing judgment on him. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, what he's producing. You want to know why they passed judgment? Why is that? Because he was the defensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions that went 0-16. Well, people tend to forget uh, why we, they keep, I mean, I mean, these red skin groups are, are fucking ridiculous. Like, you got these ignorant fans talking about some who will hire a coordinator that went 0-16? Look at all the people that have, that have hired Rob Marinelli since Detroit. Rob Marinelli was the head coach of that 0-16 team, and he has had two defensive coordinator jobs since then. Both of those jobs, he has ranked his teams at least the top 
and in defense. So who would hire a uh, who would hire a uh, 16 coach? There are probably a lot of teams, especially when he has a solid track record. I mean, every I mean, most coaches and coordinators they got that one that one job that didn't work out. I mean, the Lions for the reason the Lions went 0 16 was the fact they didn't have any talent and the fact that Matt Milling sabotaged that franchise. Badly. You're right. You're right. You're very, very right. I mean, the the, the off season moves, you know, everybody knows that. Um, everybody knows that when it comes to the Redskins, they always, you know, win the preseason Super Bowl championship and all this other other crap. But I want to see these on-season moves dictate into actual regular season success. Honestly, I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be different. This is how for the first time in a Dan Snyder era, they actually have an experienced GM that has experience of winning. You look at what he did in San Fran. Look at all the players that they have drafted. That the pieces that he's put the, the pieces that he's put together. Now, you look at what he did in Seattle. Right. But what he did with Seattle. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he has a great reputation, but we also have the demons, uh, from what I understand. You know, he's um, he's, he's, he's an alcoholic, so we can't call him an alcoholic because alcoholics go to meetings, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, honestly, no coach is perfect. I mean, Belichick is a Super Bowl winning coach that like that has a history of cheating. I mean, I mean, you got Ray Rice who struck his fiance. Who that? No one is perfect. I mean, everybody has has their dark side. Yep. That doesn't change the. It does. That doesn't change that person is able to do. I mean. This guy, I mean, he is great at what he what he does. I mean, you can't t- you can't take that away from him. I mean, exactly what that. I still don't judge. I mean, I still the whole. I mean, exactly what that. Chris Benoit. He is still one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, despite of what happened in 2007. What he did in the ring, you can't take that away. You can't take that away from him. So people damn sure are trying to. I mean, that's because okay, he killed his wife, he killed his son, and killed himself. At the end of the day, he is still one of the greatest wrestlers I ever seen before. I mean, still a huge fan of him. 
indeed, indeed. But I I'm, mean, Pete Rose. Uh, our new GM going to bring in, and I'm still a fan of Chris Benoit too. I, you know, I love his, his style in the ring, his, his toughness, you know, all that. I mean, his passion for the sport. I mean, it's like you felt it throughout. You felt it throughout each match. But yeah, it's about time for us to start wrapping up. Uh, yes, indeed. Super Bowl predictions. Oh, hold up. Show fighters of the week. Who do you think takes this? <laughs> if it's not the Green Bay Packers, then who? Well, considering the fact that we didn't have a show last week, I mean, this, I think it's the time for the Cowboys. The Road Warriors. Because I mean, honestly, I mean that was a, that was also a, a, a good chance, champs rant right there. How their fan base talking about how they got robbed. No, you're right though. Because week before they was all talking about some uh, y'all didn't get robbed. We won that game. That wasn't the final return. Then the next week, oh, that was the cash. We got robbed. Good job, like good job, stupid everything. I mean, since y'all stupid asses down. I mean, I mean, even in the Detroit game, I mean, I mean, that was a great no call because honestly, it was penalties on both teams. Ebron did grab the face mask of the defender, which caused the pass interference. So it's like that was a great no call. However, Detroit was up in that game by more than by double digits. Anytime you have a double digit lead in a playoff game and you still lose, you can't you can't blame no one but yourself. Right. I'm just saying. Same thing with the Cowboys. They went into Green Bay and they was they was dogging Green Bay for them. They was dogging Green Bay. I mean they was looking flawless against the Packers at Green Bay. Well, I mean, this happened. Then you, then you, then you, I mean, it's like then you look, like really look at them like, ugh. like what happened? <laughs> yeah. So who you so, think? I mean, who I got winning the Super Bowl? Yeah. I'm gonna have to roll with New England. I'm not a Patriots fan no supporter, but. I mean, I want to say Seattle, but I think New England overall is a better team. I mean, they're at the point where they're just clicking on all cylinders. I mean, defense is starting to look stealth. That secondary is vicious. That run game is dangerous. I think think the Patriots can shut down beast mode. But I don't think I think the Seattle defense will struggle against LeGarrette Blunt, Tom Brady, and Gronkowski. Because, I mean, who's, who's going to reach at Gronkowski? You can't, you can't put Kane Chancellor on him because Kane Chancellor is not a coverage safety. Gronk will be like, small. Gronk will be like, who's going to check me, boo? Uh, let's see. 
Charming. Mm-hmm. That would be an interesting matchup, but I still think Gronk is too big for him. Plus, I mean, I think even even they do have a good team for Gronkowski. The Patriots got so many low key receivers, like Brandon LaFell, mm-hmm. Keenan Hopkins, Danny Armadola, Julian Edelman, that Seattle has to worry about. Plus, Seattle receiving core is not is average at best. I think the New York that New England defense can hold them down. And congratulations to Todd Bowles, the new coach of the New York Jets. Hopefully, your hopefully your owner will give you more than what he gave Rex Ryan. Yeah, I went there. There you go. I think Seattle's going to win. I'm not going to explain why. I can explain it on the group page or explain on the show next week. But I think Seattle might take it. And that's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to go ahead and close, we're going to go ahead and close it out. All right. Ah. Well, we won't have Mike check tomorrow night, but Friday night. We have his and hers. Come here and get your love advice. Get your questions answered. You going through something? This is the show for you. You need a male and female insight? Listen to his and hers. That show is hosted by Dulce Diva, Poetry, Free, The Bishop, Eddie. And that show starts at 9 p.m. New time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Monday night, we have... The Hangover. The show that used to be The Wyatt is now The Hangover. For those who, who follow MMA, who follow technology, who fo- follow video games, who follow movies, this show is for you. It's hosted by Poetry, The Bishop Eddie, one of the newest additions to Two Sides of the Story, The Extreme Angel. That show is also at 9 p.m. Tuesday, we have the DMVF Unleashed, hosted by Poetry, the overrated legend, best in the world. That show is at 8 p.m. And Wednesday, every Wednesday night, you have the illest sports show on Blog Talk Radio, the Skybox, hosted by yours truly, Chills, my co-host, the champ, um, enjoy. And that show is 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been another great episode. This is your boy Chills. We out here. Later. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next week. Night, night. <laughs>